Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast with three buddies from around the country drinking beers on a Sunday night, talking about the week that was and the week that's coming in sports. This is Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. Boys, how are you this weekend? Bill, why don't you start and tell us about your weekend down there. How'd you play today? Uh, played okay today on, on, on an incredibly soggy golf course. Oh my gosh. I mean, we had no rain today for the first time in maybe two weeks. But it's been raining a lot down there, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Floods, uh, floods, all kinds of stuff. And um, I mean, you sometimes had to walk uh, eight paces to get out of casual water in the fairway. That's wow. how wet. Think about how wet that is, right? And um, so, but ball in hand all through the green, which is really rare. We, we, we tend to make people pay for hitting in the rough, but even in the rough, you were allowed to lift clean the place. It was so wet. Um, so I ended up shooting 26 points, which is an 82 or a minus two off my number, which is now 28. It keeps climbing. Um, so I played fine. I, I, I won our group, uh, didn't win anything in the big game and um, had a lot of fun. And yeah, I think it's a, Great weekend, Cindy. I got to see two movies. Um, oh. Bernadette, where are you? And cool, uh, good, good boys. I'm going to tell you right now, good boys is an R-rated, you know, really raunchy, uh-huh. super Seth bad. Rogen, right? Seth Rogen. Yes, he's behind it. He's behind it, and uh, it was. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I'm just telling you right now. If anyone listening's taking a younger, someone under. 15 or 14 or 13 you're on your own yeah <laughs> but it's uh it's just it was it was a lot of fun it it, it was just watching three boys um uh, go through what they go through was pretty cool so, yeah, that's my weekend how that's about fun. you todd i know you got some fun stuff yeah really really good weekend um friday night went to SunTrust park and watched the braves um <laughs> Watch them lose to the Dodgers 8-3. Uh, <laughs> I am on the season. I was telling Bill beforehand, uh, I'm 0-3 on the season as a, as a live uh, spectator at SunTrust Park. So I got an email from the Braves organization that told me to stay there <laughs> from now on. Uh, that's the bad news. The good news is the experience was awesome. The Braves end up winning the series. I'm sure we'll talk more about it uh, as we get going. But um, the battery, which is the, the, the area around – SunTrust Park, just what a cool vibe. I mean, what a, we went game to, first pitch was seven twenty. We were there by like four four thirty, just walking around, um, just having a big old time. So a lot of fun. We we made a full day of it, and uh, it, it was fun. So um, that and uh, watched a lot of uh, a lot of sports on TV this weekend. And my son, um, the, the the best thing is there was a learn how to play lacrosse uh, clinic today. And I heard uh, through the grapevine, he volunteered to uh, go out there and coach. So I thought that was pretty Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Is it with younger kids or, or um, uh, handicapped kids or who's just, it with? Just younger kids. Um, self for Scythe. Uh, the high school is kind of tied to a park. Um, Sharon Springs, they have a youth lacrosse league. Um, so basically it was kind of an open house. Come learn, you know, gaining, generating interest in the sport. Um, and, and he volunteered out there and, and he said he coached up a couple of kids. Uh, he plays defense. So just kind of neat. Um, you know, I, I think he had, um, a motive to do it. I think he wants to kind of fill up his, his resume. Um, but that said, good for him, right? He still, still went out and did it and, uh, kind of good to give back and, and learn at a, a young age. I think we all need to give back more. And, uh, I certainly can raise my hand. I need to do it much more than I, than I did. So kind of inspired me a little bit. So that was good news for sure. Super cool. Super cool. What about uh, you, Sean? 
Well, busy weekend here in the Carpenter household. We, um, Ryan had a match this week down in Cincinnati. Ron and I uh, made our way down there to watch him and uh, stopped by a car along the way. First time I bought a car in a long time. So, uh, you know, it's been, who got it? Uh, Ron got a new car. She's been uh, driving a 2003 Honda Pilot. Say no more. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan gets a new. Ryan gets a new car. A, a, a 195,000-mile pilot. Uh, that's exactly what a 17-year-old high schooler deserves, right? A, yep. a car that um, is is where it's at. And so Ronnie got a new GMC or a pre-owned GMC Terrain. Uh, oh yeah. Really excited about it. Leather seats and black, and you know she's excited. First first new car she's had in a long time. So uh, and then we got down to watch Ryan play a couple holes of golf. As we're walking out, Ryan was uh, playing up on the varsity this this week, so he's playing up as the sixth man. Um, so he had started, we had got there and we thought they started at noon shotgun bill. We get there and this Arlington kids are still on number 10 teeing off. So we got there to watch Daniel who was playing number two bag. So Ryan was up on the, about the, probably at that time, the 11th green heading to 12. So we start walking out and we start hearing thunder off in the distance. And Ron is like, should we even go out? And I'm like, well, it looks like it's way far away. <laughs> then we see some lightning bolts. Then we get to the 11th tee box and absolute, the heavens opened up. And it just, I mean, it, it monsooned for like 20 minutes. Was there a shelter close by? No, we, like we had to get in carts and I was riding on the back of the cart, Bill, you know, just getting pummeled. I mean, the, my pants, you know, it took about five hours. We had to go back to the dealership and sign paperwork, like soaking wet. Uh, it was uh, uh, just, you know. All the car goodwill and karma went out the door was as well. Exactly. It was soaking wet, exactly. right? So as we, as we come in, as we come in and we finally catch up with, you know, we hadn't even seen Ryan hit one shot. Uh, he ended up having to withdraw. He had hurt his back, uh, on the practice, you know, and so just, just one of those, you know, he left the house at eight o'clock in the morning, Bill, and got home at 11 o'clock at night. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Just one of those long days, you know, he stayed in, and obviously rode around with the coach and watched his team, but, uh, he rode the team bus back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rode the team bus back. And, and then, uh, you know, nothing like with a hurt back riding in a school bus for two oh. hours. Oh. Um, and then today I went out and spent the day at the uh, my home course, the Ohio State University Golf Club, where the Nationwide Children's Charities Tournament was being played. And I sent you guys a few pictures and got up close and personal. And it's the um, Corn Ferry Tour, which is the level two of the PGA Tour. So these guys are are they're in their playoffs right now, and they're it's kind of neat the way they do it. There's 25 guys that qualified for the tour already based on the regular season, and then there's 25 more guys that are battling out in the playoffs to earn 25 more PGA Tour spots. Um, so Scotty, Scotty Scheffler, uh, came in and, and shot a, a nice finishing round to finish, uh, two strokes clear of three other guys. Um, but some names you've heard of Bill Annabon Lahiri and, yep. and Victor Hovland and, uh, yep. Victor Hovland was an early first round leader. Um, uh, but he, he just kind of hung around and, and shot seven under, shot seven under on day one and finished the tournament seven under. So like someone else we know, sorry, Tiger. <laughs> right. started right. at 700 finished 700 yeah yeah so it was, it was fun to watch you know it's, it's great to see these guys up close that they're you know just amazing players <laughs> it's neat always need to see your own home course kind of stand up to the test and mm -hmm. um, uh Scarlet, you guys, I assume. You guys right. know but you know there's a there's a concession stand overlooking the 13th hole which is our signature hole there and uh it's called pub 13 and uh i noticed a, there was a bunch of guys that were our greenskeepers there that, that were sitting there enjoying some cold beers and they do a thing where if a player birdies the 13th hole, beers for the next 13 minutes are a dollar. And so uh, a guy hits it really close, and I went up to him. I said, are you guys all on the greens committee or greens crew? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, I recognize a lot of you guys, and they recognize me because I play early in the morning. 
And so the guy knocks in his birdie putt and I said, I got the next round for you guys. And they were like, Hey, <laughs> they were all kind of cool. And I, I think, I think I'm the only member that bought him some drinks. Maybe not, but uh, it's kind of fun, but just a fun day guys. And uh, uh, neat to see the guys go through and, and uh, you know, have, have a chance to play a course that I'll play on next weekend when I get back. Nice. So I assume Scarlet 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 yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. They would, they would shoot 1500 par on the, Raise much easier. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the PGA tour guys. The, uh, BMW championships finished up round two of the three week leg of the, of the FedEx cup. Uh, Justin Thomas goes out and wins. Really. I think he won it yesterday on the first five holes. Um, Bill, Bill texted us and Justin Thomas started yesterday's round with five straight birdies, um, shot 31 on the front 30 on the back for a 61, had a six-stroke lead going into today. Ends up winning uh, at 25 under par on a just a perfect Medina course. I mean, it, Bill, did you see the distance that course was playing? 76.50. Yeah. yeah. But it, it just goes to show you that you get, you get these guys perfectly manicured courses, and especially greens, and anything they're going to – anything close they're going to they're gonna hit. He, he goes 25 under. Patrick Cantlay, 22 under. Hideki Matsuyama shoots 63-73-63 the last – three rounds including bill did you see his numbers today yeah 20, 20 putts. putts yeah it's <laughs> 20 record, putts. By the way, did you hear the records 18 so you didn't really? break a record the record for putts on in a round on a pga event is 18 that's wow. that's just crazy <laughs> i mean 20 20 is unbelievable oh that's yeah you know, like wow. i'm happy, I'm happy. You know, I have 20 30 if i get to 30 i feel good yeah you and i have had 20 on on nine holes bill oh uh. yes, yes we have sean <laughs> i did i might have done that today sean <laughs> so kind of cool the, the way they're doing it is is this is the first year really that the fedex cup is really understandable for all the players now the top 30 advance to next week in todd's backyard in atlanta atlanta um, country lake. club todd will be there east lake. yep or at east lake near atlanta country club um Jake Justin Thomas is is leading the playoffs, and so he's going to start the tournament at ten under par. I, I love the announcers. He's sleeping on a two shot lead for the next four <laughs> nights. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Cantlay is eight under. Kepka is seven under. Patrick Reed six under, and Roy McIlroy five under. And then guys in in last place started even par basically. So, right. so the good news yeah. is as you as you head into next Sunday, a week from tonight, you will know who the winner is going to be. Right. The winner of the event is the winner of the FedEx Cup. Yeah, not that whole where are they at in the standings or where are the points. Yeah, Much it was better. kind of weird last year. Everybody's rooting for, you know, everybody's watching Rory and Tiger. And Pat, meanwhile, Justin Thomas or Justin Rose wins the FedEx Cup, you know, an hour ahead of time. Right. Uh, it, was, it was really kind of weird. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out with that, uh, you know, and some from the back of the pack could have a hell of a week and make it make make a charge. It'd be fun to watch, right? Yeah, for sure. Somebody yeah. started at two under in their scoring system, and, you know, it's eight back, and they have a great tournament they can win. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is really neat, and it'd be fun to watch. And you know, it's nice to see some of the guys. I mean, Justin Thomas obviously uh, injured a big portion of the year. Missed, you know, missed one of the majors. I believe he missed the the PGA, uh, mm-hmm. and then was kind of injured in the U.S. Open. Um, but good to see him come back and obviously just an amazing player. Can't, Patrick Cantlay is just that star waiting to, to blossom, won the Memorial this year. Um, Kepka won, you know, obviously the PGA uh, and, and was the, you know, is the number one player in the world. And then Patrick Reed, you know, shows you how, how important that win was last week at Liberty National. Mm-hmm. Uh, catapults him up to, to fourth place. Yep. And, then, and then Rory McIlroy obviously just hovering right there. And so it should be a great shootout in, in Atlanta. So, Sean, question for you. Um, I believe that was 
Justin's 10th career win. Is that correct? That sounds right. Yep. And is that uh, kind of an unwritten get to 10 wins, your, your Hall of Fame, um, pretty much your shoe in for the Golf Hall of Fame? Is that, am I remember? Because I remember uh, Bubba Watson got to 10 wins, I think it was last season, and they said with his majors and 10 wins, that's pretty much a shoe in. Is there, am I, am I dreaming that or is that pretty? No, I, think, I think that's probably right. I think there used to be a there, uh, unlike of just an arbitrary vote like they do in baseball, football, basketball. That yeah. For for golf, it was like you get to these certain numbers, yeah, you know, combination of majors like and tour wins. Yeah, that you you're in. So it's it's and, still you still earn it, but it's not arbitrary. And are you guys with me? It's is it a quiet ten wins or or not? I mean, he came out of the gate so young and so good, but um, you know we talk about him and Spieth and even Ricky. Um, all amazing golfers, but it seems like there's so many good young, you know, twenty-something players where they kind of they kind of maybe wash themselves out a little bit. I, I don't know. What do you all think? I couldn't tell you the ten. <laughs> if that's quiet enough. There's one major, right? It was a PGA. Yeah. Yeah, PGA, PGA at um, at uh, what's the course in uh, Carolina? Pinehurst. Uh, no, the one where the uh, Wells Fargo was played. Um, oh outside yep. of charlotte quail yeah. hollow quail yeah. hollow yeah yeah that's where he okay. he won the uh pga there um yeah I, I i couldn't tell you the 10 either bill and that's uh yeah. you know this, it, thanks a lot todd so next week at east lake we'll tease off on thursday you know it's one of those weird um uh, you wonder how the fans deal with it because you know you're only seeing 30 players on the golf course so yeah. you know i mean whereas today you know in the last round of the of the nationwide tournament you know you had players teeing off at 707 the leaders went off at 1130 so there was literally players on the course in threesomes all day long there's 30 I've, players in that i've been to a couple accenture match plays when they were in tucson you oh know, yeah it, it's a weird thing to watch right which is twosomes and and some yeah. matches in on 13 or 14 yeah it's you kind of Pick a spot. You know, generally, if you had hospitality, it was best. <laughs> you would just let them let the players come to you, or or find two guys you want to walk around with. Um, but it, it it definitely limits your options, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any uh, any notables that didn't make it, Sean, other than Tiger? I know Tiger. Um, yeah. I know, I know Phil didn't. He had an interesting morning. Do you guys read about his morning? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Somebody evacuated from my hotel, right? Yeah. His his hotel caught on, caught fire. Lightning so, strike. Yeah. And he said he didn't have his bag or his clothes when he uh, when he evacuated. So anyway, wow. Was, yeah, so Tiger didn't make it. Did you see last week's fireside with Phil with special guest Tiger Woods? No, you didn't see it. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So Phil Mickelson does the fireside with Phil now, where he talks to the camera and has a candle somewhere and just tells oh, stories. Like yeah. So he says, "I'm I'm being joined this week by Tiger Woods." And as they pan back, there's an iPad with a picture of Tiger Woods on it. Just a uh, picture. Just yeah. a picture of Tiger Woods. <laughs> and he goes, today I'd like to talk with my guest about the three times I've beaten Tiger in tournaments. Uh, and he, and he, it was so hilarious, Bill. You got you to gotta go back and I watch it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Oh. And when he says something bad, they'll show, like, they'll flip to yeah, a Tiger. Yeah, he goes, and then this is what Tiger's face looked like. He swipes on the iPad to, like, Tiger, like, looking mean. And uh, yeah. it's, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah. I'll find it. Well done. Yeah, well done. So, guys, let's talk baseball really quick. Uh, Todd, you mentioned you were at the Braves uh, this week. Uh, Standings as as we speak, in the American League, New York Yankees, Minnesota Twins back on top, and Houston Astros. And over the National League, Atlanta, St. Louis, half a game up on the Cubs in the Central, and the Dodgers running away with it in the West. Todd, I want to talk specifically about a, a play that happened in your game. Uh, not so much a play, 
but a managerial decision after Acuna hit a long fly ball, which I, I guess is as good as he hit it, he thought it was out, and he just kind of stood in the batter's box and then sort of started slowly jogging the ball, did not leave the park, and he got a single. And why don't you tell us what happened <laughs> after that? Yeah, so um, first of all, backtrack a little. Braves take two out of three versus the Dodgers, uh, the team that's 40 games over 500. So that's a pretty good – you got to win that – if you win that series, you're feeling pretty good about things. Um, Braves rotation, bullpen finally settling down. I can, I can talk forever about it. But let's jump ahead today to the third inning. So uh, Max Freed um, starts for the Braves today. Bill, get this. He gave up eight hits in the first 12 batters. Dude, I know that because he's on my team, all right? So you don't have to rub it in. He's on my so, freaking fantasy team. Shut up about Max. Go ahead. By the way, he's We're having a good season. Ronald Acuna, all right? all right? He's having a good season. So yeah, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Right. So he settles down and actually goes five innings, which is huge for a starting for, pitcher to start that for my fan- Huge for my fantasy team. Keep moving. Go. Okay, very good, very good. So <laughs> they're down 3 nothing, um, struggling. So it's the third inning. Um, man on first – oh, Max Freed doubles, right, to start. He doubles to start. And then Acuna comes up, um, and he hits this towering – what <laughs> ended up being a very long and loud single, right? So he hits the ball and literally freezes and then starts walking. Took about six or seven steps, oh. right? So it hit the top of the wall, came down, outfitter played it well, held him to a single. So now instead of second and third, nobody out, you got someone first and third, nobody out. Next pitch, Acuna tries to steal, gets thrown out. Mm. So you got a guy like Max Free grinding, just trying to keep you in the game, and, and it was just a non-hustle, um, bad play. So um, Brian Snicker, people were kind of mumbling, well, what's he going to do, what's he going to do? We, we come to find out that Adam Duvall, who later replaced Acuna, was cold. So he went to him and said, go downstairs, you know, sw- swing on the tee, get loose, um, you know, and when you're ready, tell me, because you're going you're gonna to go in. So um, people were wondering what took him so long to, because Acuna played the next half of the inning, and then he got, he got pulled by Snicker. So Snicker said that the, the name on the front of the uniform is much bigger than the name on the back. Uh, I, thought, I thought the coach said all the right things. I really did. Acuna has 24 men he's accountable to. And to his credit, Acuna, I think, took it. I don't think he was happy, but I think he understood, right? Uh, no, no one likes to be shown up. Uh, the coach's presser that I shared with you guys, it sounded like he said, you know, look, Acuna knows he kind of messed up. And yep. Um, yep. It, it'll probably be the last time this season it happens. And so they interviewed Schnitker after, and it was a famous uh, – Bobby Cox did this to Andrew Jones, a young Andrew Jones. Um, he dogged uh, – uh, there was a double – and he kind of dogged it in the outfield, barely third in. Uh, back then, this was probably 15-plus years ago, Bobby Cox pulled him right there. He had <laughs> – he pulled the bench guy off, and it, it, you, you never see this. Andrew Jones had to run off from center like field. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And basically, Snicker said, I wanted to do that, but I wanted to be fair to Adam Duvall. I didn't want him to play and then pull a hamstring or not be loose. So that's, that's why it, it took so long. So – Anyway, um, I think it sends a message to your $100 million man is no bigger than the rest of the team, right? And he's got to – and listen, he's hit home runs before and he's watched them. Um, when you hit it 500 feet, watch it. <laughs> when you hit it off the top of the wall, it's, it's obviously yeah. not – Yeah, 377, yeah. Right, right. So, but I think it was the right thing. And I think 
I think <laughs> I think the team respects it. I think it's something that Bill, I think you texted me, it had to be done, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I saw. I I personally witnessed. Um, uh, oh, I'm uh, Sean Dunstan get yanked by Don Zimmer. Sean I was Dunstan, I was yeah. down below. I was down below behind the the backstop where the camera is filming that shot from behind the catcher. Wow. And I, I heard the, I heard Dunstan just screaming, skip, no, man, I'm telling you. And, and Zimmer just tie, you know, profanity tirade and, and, and Dunstan goes storming past me up the tunnel. And I'm, I wished I wasn't there at that moment, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, I've heard, I've seen it in person and they absolutely, th there's no excuse. It's, you can't, you can't say, Oh, it's a rookie mistake. The dude's, dude's been playing baseball since he was five years old. He knows the deal. He knows to hustle. You're out. You got to go. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. He'll learn. Well, and that's, and that's the hard part that, um, by the way, Jeff Francoeur, uh, Paul Bird, Tom Glavin, all, even Chip Carey, I mean, great announcers for the Braves, right? And uh, the hard part is, is you want the flair, you want the confidence, you want the bravado. I don't know if you saw last night, or maybe it was, no, it was last night, or the night before, um, he robbed uh, someone of a home run, right? Yeah, yeah. And he caught the ball and he sat and he kind of held it for a couple seconds and he pulled the ball out. I mean, you want the joy and the confidence, but you can't have, um, especially when you got like Max, you know, Freed struggling. You can't. He was down three zip when they pulled him. They come back to win the game, but he was down three nothing yes. when he pulled Acuna out of the game, who he needs yes. the game to win. That's a state. <laughs> yes. yes. And yeah. they put Adam Duvall in, they moved Ortega to center to take him and Ar Ortega ends up hitting the grand slam to uh, put him ahead 5-3. So, nice. hey, it, it was huge, and I'm glad they won because basically they need, let's face it, they need Acuna, right? Yeah. <laughs> they want him. He's their $100 million man. But basically, Snickers like, this is my team. <laughs> We're going to win with or without you. So, you know, it was kind of good. The bullpen had a good day, and, and the, the offense came around to, to win. So, um, I don't think we're, anyone's in disagreement that it was, it was the right thing to do by the, by the skipper, right? Yeah. One other thing uh, happened in Major League Baseball today. Uh, Pete Alonzo with the Mets uh, sets a rookie record, 40th home run. Uh, University of Florida. He just passes Bellinger, right, who just said it two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and the <laughs> records are made to be broken, right? Yeah. Wow. He's having a heck of a year still, what, 45 games to go? Jesuit oh. High School, Tampa, Florida, where uh, Anthony Malafonte's boys went to school. So, oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, a couple of them, I think, know Pete, so that's awesome. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Anything else in, in the majors, majors this week, Bill? I, I, I put really fast. The Tampa Bay Rays uh, were shut out 2 nothing Friday night, and they were then, at that point, only two games over 500 at home. Wow. 17 games over 500 on the road and two games over 500 at road. Now they've, they've won their last two games, both walk-off style, uh, mm. to get it back to four games over. But it's the weirdest thing. They just can't play at home. Uh, one nothing today, right? One nothing last night. It was last five night. five four today. It was uh, they were down gotcha. four three in the ninth, and, and G Man Choi uh, knocks a single <laughs> up the middle to score two runs. So uh, yeah, they a walk off last night was a single in the thirteenth, and then they won the bottom of the ninth today. So against uh, you know a horrible Tigers team, so they almost yeah. literally almost got swept by the Tigers. So yeah, those are the ones you're going to look back on at the end of the yeah. season and say, "Gosh, yeah. look at those!" You know, losing they, to the, losing to the Royals and the yeah. Tigers, and you know just. Yeah, the Orioles. And the, and the much maligned Braves bullpen is starting to settle in. And if they could, if they continue the trend, I mean, they have, uh, you know, Chris Martin coming in the seventh, uh, Shane Green coming in the eighth. And now, um, what is it? Mel what's his name, Bill? Uh, uh, the closer, Melison, not Melison. Um, Melanson. Melanson. Yeah, yeah. Mark Melanson. 
he, he's becoming their closer. Um, yeah, again, he's rejuvenated, guys, rejuvenated from the dead, yeah. Yeah, these are three guys they traded for two, three weeks ago, whenever the yeah. trade deadline was, and yeah. they all started out bad. I mean, Shane Green couldn't, couldn't get anyone out. Um, mm. and he was the original closer. So, anyway, if the, if the bullpen settles in like it, it is, uh, it might be a special year for the Braves. Let's hope. All right. So. Nice. Um, Todd, let's hit on soccer. Why don't you update us on what's going on in Premier League and two weeks into the season now? So, first of all, pr- pretty interesting. On Wednesday, um, Liverpool hoisted a trophy in the in the I didn't even know existed Super Cup. So um, the, UEFA, the UEFA Champions League winner plays the UEFA Europa League winner, which are the two tiers of the European soccer tournament that they play all year. So it was Liverpool versus Chelsea, and uh, Liverpool ended up winning. Um, so Liverpool's uh, star goalkeeper, Allison got hurt game one. So the backup... Uh, his name's Adrian. He saved – it went into PKs, and he saved the uh, the, the winning um, – I guess he saved and, and won the Super Cup. So, wow. it, was, it was pretty funny. Jurgen Klopp, Klopp actually yelled Adrian in Rocky style in the uh, first game. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. So, week two, um, Liverpool is atop uh, as Manchester City uh, and Tottenham, Tottenham had a draw this this week yeah you screwed me up you told me they lost and then uh then you said no no var it's all good it's kind of controversial it was was a handball situation where var came through and i think i tongue-in-cheek you guys saying var VAR finally worked right (laughs) (laughs) just because i'm a liverpool guy but um very controversial actually uh but uh liverpool has six points arsenal has six points uh liverpool is in first place because of goal differential i heard an interesting stat that uh Man City last year won 30 of 36 matches, right? Mm-hmm. They, only, they only did not win six matches. Well, they've already not won one match. Mm-hmm. And it's only two, yeah. two, two matches in. It's, it's not Man City's year. I'm just calling it right now. <laughs> you want even a weirder stat? If you remember, Liverpool lost one game last year and right. finished second. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, think yeah. of that. Too it's many bizarre. draws. Too many draws. A lot of draws. Yep, a yeah. lot of draws. Yeah. Um, but so, and then tonight, if you guys are, are having trouble uh, going to sleep in two hours, Atlanta United plays at 10 o'clock versus, <laughs> I believe, Shea's Portland uh, squad. Either that oh, or Kevers, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, there you go. That's my brief soccer update for you. That's your soccer update. Uh, anything going on in the uh, NFL? I know there's, uh, t- you know, games were played Thursday, yesterday. Uh, anything jump out at you? Bill, I think your Buccaneers won on a, a walk-off kick over the Dolphins we have we have a field goal kicker Matt Gay uh he for the first time in I don't know seven years the Bucks might have somebody who can make a, a field goal when it matters so that was the big news out of Bucks camp um now who did were there any injuries week two I don't think so no major injuries somebody got shut down yeah a lot of a lot of the uh like Baker Mayfield didn't even play for the Browns, I mean, some of the some of the yeah. big stars didn't even play. They will this week. Week three, they'll play the first half, and then they'll sit them again for week four. So um, yeah. this will be a big week coming up. No one likes football better than I do, but the first two weeks of preseason it's football so hard to watch. Brutal, <laughs> right? It's it is brutal. tough. It is tough. It's it fun is. to watch just to hear the announcers and see the see action on your screen, but that's about it. Yeah. I watch about three plays, and I'm like, all right, yep. good, good <laughs> season go. starts the fifth. Here we go. Yeah. So. Well, guys, this time next week, we will be recapping the first college football game of the season. Our big one for 
big one for two of the three guys here on this on this podcast. The Gators. I'm in Florida now. What do you mean? Yeah, big big one for all three of the guys on the podcast. Here there we go. <laughs> uh, the Gators and the, and the Hurricanes battle it up. Uh, Going to be a, a surprising starter under the center for the Hurricanes. Mm. Tate Martell, who karma kind of got the better of him as he talked a little smack in Columbus when Justin Fields left Georgia. Mm. He's better not swing swing a second time and miss. Uh, and then he got uh, apparently word that he was going to get beat out anyway. Went to Miami and he got beat out by Jaron Williams. Jaron, what's Jaron's last name? Jaron. Uh, oh, kids can start for kids can start for Miami. I think um, it's Jaron, isn't it? Is it? Okay. Maybe it is. Maybe Jaron. Um, I heard Manny. Is it Manny Diaz, the coach down there? Yes. Yes. I heard him talk about that process about trying to get three guys reps. He, he claimed he got everyone had a fair chance to get to to win it. Um, and the other two guys, Tate and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not so bad with the names, but the other guys just didn't have the same uh, uh, numbers, the same kind of. Uh, 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 what do you want to call it? Same kind of presence that uh, mm. Jaron did. So he's, okay. yeah. And now he's a transfer from somewhere also, right? Uh, he may have. I think so. Is, no, he's, he's, he's a retro freshman. Is he? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Retro freshman. So he's never, never taken a snap. That's uh, what I was going to ask. Yeah. In the college game. So very similar to, you know, remember two years ago where Felipe Frank started against Michigan. Um, this kid's going to be making his first start, you know, neutral field against a pretty strong Florida defense. Mm. Uh, what is the line early? Uh, is it seven, Florida seven? Yeah, seven, and I think 48 and a half off the top of my head for the over-under. Okay. So, yeah, let me, I'll, I'll verify that. Oh, well, you are down closer to the – you know, we'll be obviously in Orlando this week uh, for our, our event. What is the – any type of activity on the local news? Or is people just – you know, you, you're probably getting the local – you know, Florida State's practicing, Florida's practicing, Miami's yeah, practicing. That's all you're getting, really. Um, yeah, no, no big uh, conversations. I think, this, I, you know, we're in a this, this part of the state. There are fans from all three teams. Right? Yeah, it's not. I mean, the, the Florida State bar will go by on Thursday. And the Bulls have, have a little following. Yeah, yeah, the Bulls have and a, a UCF now has a following. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of. Uh, it's it's not a it's not one of those towns at all, right? Um, I'd say there are fewer Canes fans than anything here. More, more Florida and Florida State. It's but. just because alumni. I mean, the yeah, it makes sense. My, mine is a private school. Only eight thousand students go there. True, right? that's true. People yeah. don't realize. Yeah. Um, Tiny. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, any other thoughts on on college football? As we, I got a, I got a thought for you. Yeah. I got a little topic to t discuss. I got a game for you guys. So, Sports Illustrated three days ago released, in their opinion, this is just the opinion of some Sports Illustrated guys. The top ten college football traditions and i'm going to let you go one at a time and we'll see how well you do in trying to identify all 10 now i heard them talk about this on a espnu on the radio driving into golf early this morning they were a couple of these they can't stand and a few were missed so we'll, we'll talk about that as well so let's okay. so, sean do you know already if because no i no I saw, sports I, I saw a uh, discussion on twitter but it wasn't the sports illustrated discussion it was i think it was something about paul feinbaum so you might have been talking about something in the south todd, well, why don't you why don't you start with your hometown tradition todd's I'm worried sure. todd's worried man. all right i'll throw out the dotting of the eye the ohio state marching band dotting of the eye you are correct that's number three uh, okay. on the top 10 list number three dotting the eye which is a great tradition okay all right todd well, i'm gonna I'm going to go with, and I think I'm onto something here. Um, I'm going to go with the Auburn War Eagle circling the stadium and landing uh, pregame. Is that is that one? 
not in the top 10 sports illustrated list really probably should be sorry sean back to you sean's dominant with with touching howard's rock as clemson comes in and runs runs down the the hill howard's rock is number two I wonder if it's number two because Clemson has won two of the last five national championships. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Originally from, Death, originally from Death Valley, California, by the way, Howard's Rock is a piece of white flint that was given to longtime coach Frank Howard in the 60s. Okay. Good. I'm going to go with Notre Dame, um, play like a champion today, touching the, uh, the sign. Boy, Todd, this is just great. No, it's not in their top 10, and it absolutely should be. Yes. But you're wrong. So okay. Okay. along those same along those no, same lines the then first time last, Bill. T- touching of something, I'm gonna say the Michigan Go Blue uh touching up at the banner Ooh. as the Michigan Go Blue runs out on the field. Nope. Wow Not in here, which is crazy. Oh I can't believe I forgot this. The Florida uh, State the Florida State Spear. You guys just named the three that the two announcers on sports on ESPN could not believe were not on the list. No, the splaming spear in the middle of the field is not one of the Traditions. So am I like a, my Braves, am I like my Braves attendance? I'm over three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with one that 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 my daughter. How about the 2001 Space Odyssey, South Carolina pregame, uh, running on the field with 2001 Space Odyssey. No, really? never never mentioned anywhere. Yeah, that's wow. a reach. Say, you're gonna so. you're gonna know some of these. I know you know them all, but go ahead. All right, let me think. Oh, I know, I know, I know. No, hold on to it, Sean. Hold on. <laughs> Um, oh, the Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma. Number one on the Sports <laughs> Illustrated list. <laughs> I redeem myself. Thank God. Of, <laughs> the Sooner Sooner? The Sooner yeah, Sooner, yeah. yep, is the number one uh, pregame tradition. Okay. Bill. Or tradition, I should say. I will say Ralphie from Colorado running the running on the field. So, Sean, oh, cool. Sean has numbers two, three, and four, while nice, Todd man. has only number one. Okay. Hey, one is better than two, three, four. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wow. Mm-hmm. Is this all pregame, Bill? Is this uh, no, it can be, it's just it's just a tradition. We'll College call it. traditions. Okay. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this that um, three of these of oh, the five left are SEC. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I think I'll go with We Are the Boys from Florida just because I'm a homer, but it's probably no, not, a, not on yeah. there. Uh, I'll say running through the T, Tennessee running through. Uh, the Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. No. Running the famous T. No. no. You're serious. I'm wow. serious. I'm. I'm. Yeah. So Auburn's not there. What does Alabama do? Oh, I wonder. I the Grove and Ole Miss. I'll, I'll say the Grove and Ole Miss. Some, some Ole Miss. No, no. Keep going through your teams. Singing Dixieland Delight at uh, Alabama. No. <laughs> do we this, pig this is great podcast. Go ahead. Do we pig Arkansas? No. I give up. Gosh, I'm trying to, you know, we got uh, nothing from Vandy and Kentucky. Think, think back to Auburn. Is there something about Auburn that's very – it's a big deal in Auburn. Oh, rolling the the the, 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 the tumor's corner. Tumor's corner, exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Flying rolls of toilet paper, rolling the trees in tumor's yeah. corner. That's okay. a tradition. So that was yeah, number five. That happened during the. Yeah, it's not a game tradition. It's after the game. Tradition. It's after. Yeah, that's number five. Um, Getting really drunk at LSU. That's a tradition. Right? <laughs> no, that's a good one. All right, no. <laughs> I don't like it. All right, you want me to go through and read them off to you? Well, you know what? You know what would be a great one that that won't be on the all time, but one that I think is my favorite these days is that's the Iowa waving at the kids in the children's hospital. The kid, oh, they, like they, they mentioned that as well. That that's of the newer ones. That one is amazing. 
Yeah. Because now both teams do it, not just yeah. the other team. It's just, cool. it's just such a cool, like, you know. Oh, awesome. It's awesome. I'm going to go with Wisconsin jump around in between the third. Oh, and the they mentioned that one too, though. That's a great one. That's that great. really yeah, good. Go. Number six, it, this is kind of weak, I think. It's Texas A&M and the 12th man. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the entire, you know. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, I like it. Number I like seven, it. West Virginia Country Roads, right? Wow. I would have never guessed that's, that. That's, yeah. a that's another good one. It right? is a good one, but not one you'd think of. Yeah. Yeah. How about Mississippi State and the Cowbells? You guys have yeah. been there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's tradition. How many Cowbells are ringing that whole game? Nine okay. million. And, yes. did you, and did you know, tradition <laughs> says, you cannot buy your own first Cowbell. It Someone must be, has to it give it to you. It must be a gift. It has to be a gift. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty neat. Yeah. This one I didn't even know about, so I'm going to pause. I feel bad, but it's the uh, the Army-Navy game, the marching in of the Black Knights and the midshipmen. Oh, yeah. When the, the way they come in. Cool. Yeah, all, all the all the all the cadets come in, and yep. then you know, all the midshipmen come in, and then the players walk in. Yeah. Yep. So, Bill, as a college football fan, like they play that game. That's the only game that week. It's the week after the championship game. Right. It's almost it's almost worth watching one of those games just just, just to, for that to feel for it. Yeah. 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 And then finally, uh, number ten caused a huge uproar. Oh, don't even tell me. It's oh, I, I did see this on it, that Miami stupid hurt. The turnover, turnover chain. <laughs> that's, the uh, that's, dumbest, that's the dumbest thing ever. So that just screwed up the entire five, list. Bill? What was five? Uh, you, got, you guys guessed it. It's Tumor's Corner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, there's, I thought a, number there's one, that sorry. great picture of Tumor's Corner, right? You, you all know it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, all right, there you go. That's my, that's my contribution. I'll look for something each week that's college football related. There we go. Love it. <laughs> okay. Do you have any, do you have any I'll, I'll throw it to you, being the host. Do you have any predictions? I mean, week. It's starting next Saturday. What, what, do you have a final four that you think? Uh, oh, geez. I mean, I, well, so we just pencil in Clemson and Alabama and sure. then uh, try and come up with two other teams. I, I think Oklahoma is going to be interesting to see how, how um, you know, Jalen does out there. Uh, Jalen Hurts as QB. Uh, you got Kelly Bryant at, at Missouri. You know, a lot of, a lot of QBs have moved. Uh, yeah. You yeah. got, obviously, you know, um, Joe Burrow at, at – you know LSU his second season under his belt. Um, will they be for real? They have a they have a big game. You know early against Texas, um, and so does you know Joe Burrow step up or is Texas back like like you know like Sam Ellinger predicted after their big vent, big win uh, in the in the Sugar Bowl? Who knows? Um, I, I think you know until you start seeing some teams. Uh, you know the the top the top twenty five comes out Monday. Comes out tomorrow. So we'll see the official AP top 25. I, I would expect Florida to be right around number 10. Eight. Um, yeah. yeah. Somewhere between, somewhere between seven and 11. Um, and obviously, you know, they, the schedule's laid out where they got, they got a lot of big games, Todd. We, you know, including Saturday, um, you know, with, with, with moving the game up a week, there's going to be two weeks between, you know, their, their, their next whoever they play middle Tennessee state or something like that. And boy, come, coming off of a win would be, um, huge. Would be huge, but, oh. but going into that two weeks with a loss uh, and all the, just, oh. just the stuff you're going to have to read on Twitter and fire Mullen and, you know, he's the wrong choice and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully they come out. I, I feel really good about the team this year, Todd. It doesn't mean I think we're going to go undefeated. Um, we got some tough games against Auburn. Obviously, you know, Tennessee is at home this year. Florida state's at home this year. But we LSU go every year. You know, LSU on the road. We got we got to play Georgia. We got to play Auburn this year. Um, should be should be a heck so of a three three questions rapid fire. Uh, uh, record prediction Florida, score prediction Miami, 
And then I'm going to go off. Is Georgia for real? Yes or no? All right. Uh, record for Florida, uh, 10 and 2. Fair. Uh, score, 31 uh, 14. Over under is 47, by the way. I just checked that. Take the yeah. under. So that would be. Lay the points and take the under. What I just predicted was, <laughs> was over then. Uh, no, you said 45. 31-14. 31-14. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then is Georgia for real living in Atlanta? Uh, <laughs> Jenny, is Jenny listening? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I, think, I think they are, but I want to hear your opinion. Yeah. yeah I, I, um, you know, Fromm is, Fromm is a good quarterback. Um, Fromm, the, the, you know, I don't know who their backup is. Uh, you know, does Fromm come in and – Detson Bennett, there's a reason I know that, but go ahead. Does Fromm lead, you know, lead them back to Atlanta, um, you know, for that third try at the title? Uh, or, or do they fall short again? Look, 1980 is a long time ago since the last time they won it. Uh, their fan base loves to talk, but, you know, being – being a 10 or 11 win team and not being able to, to make it to the championship game uh, or to win the SEC championship game is a lot of teams have done that, right? A lot of teams have not won the SEC championship game. So I don't know We're um, yeah, obviously I'd love to see them be in a good position come end of October, Todd, so that that game in Jacksonville means something. Last question, Alabama or the field for the SEC? Who do you take, Bill? Oh, uh, for the Alabama. SEC, yeah, I take yeah. Alabama. Yeah, until until they show. Oh. Alabama coming off the loss. There's got to be a chip on the shoulder. They got Tua back. Yeah, uh, you know they got their stable of running backs. Their defense is still strong. Saban is obviously Nick Saban. Uh, yeah, Nick Saban. Um, is I have a question. How about how about uh, how about Clemson? Yeah, I was gonna say is Trevor Lawrence uh, the the Heisman Trophy winner at the end of the year? I think I think Clemson's chalk to win it. Right. I mean. Yeah, it's, Trevor Lawrence is is the. Is I the think man. so. He's I think he's real deal. Unless I mean, unless unless there's an injury or something freak happens. I mean, if can he yeah. go? Can he go pro after this year, or has he got one more? That I don't know, Sean. Do you know? Sean, do you know? Uh, he's a true freshman last year, so he's got one more. Yeah. After this year, he's got to be there for three years. Yeah, he's out of Cobb County, right, Todd? Carter he is. Says, yeah. Uh, Looking yeah. at Cartersville, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is uh, Bartow County, I think, or Bar Bartow, yeah, Bartow County. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be fine. Obviously, next week we start having a lot more on the slate. We'll start looking at some lines. We'll start talking about some, some uh, activities. And obviously, the next, really, the next two to three weeks, a lot of intersectional matchups, right? You got, uh, like I said, Texas and LSU, and you've got some, some other big, big, uh, big rivalry games that are going to be up on the schedule. So, looking forward to it. Let's go around the horn really quick. Uh, Bill, you and I have an early, early wake up call as we meet in Orlando uh, tomorrow morning. You, you driving over from, uh, St. Pete area and me flying down from Columbus. But Todd, let's hit you. What do you got this week? Uh, I got training Monday and Tuesday. So um, go, going back to school, uh, which I think we've talked before, a necessary evil. Never excited to do it, but usually come out, uh, you know, with one or two things at least that you're, you, you take away and are, are glad to do it. And then Wednesday, Thursday, doing a ride-along with one of my many uh, – I don't say bosses, but guys who I'm responsible to, to roll up to. Um, you, I rep, you guys realize I rep 25 lines. I don't know if you wow. know, right? That's 25 so, different manufacturers of product. Yes. Wow. Yes. So this is, uh, the guy I'm riding with is part of the door group, which is hollow metal. So I have five hollow metal companies I rep. Um, 
Seco, Curry's, Baron Fleming, Concept, and the Austell Service Center. Because so, you're commercial, it's always hollow metal. No, it's wood too. Oh, you uh, have wood. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. Okay. We do, wow. but we, we do sell wood doors from our service center, but we don't have a dedicated wood door line. But wood doors are a part of it too. Um, but anyway, I, I got sidetracked. So ride along, um, and I'm actually one of those weird guys that again I don't mind riding along. With, you know, you get to spend two days with someone and kind of pick their brain, and and even if you know it's not a, a great fit, you learn something, right? You, you, their style, their their approach, their knowledge base. Is he um, a hollow door expert? He's a, he is in charge of the door group in our region. So he covers from, I want to say the Carolinas to Texas. So is he, is he, there to, is he there to make sure you, you know what you're talking about when you talk about hollow doors? So <laughs> he's just feeling this out. Okay. All, all great questions. So yeah. repping 25 lines, um, sometimes, um, those guys are there to help you focus. How's that? Okay. So, He's going to ride with me saying, hey, I know you got a lot going on, but <laughs> door sales are important, right? Big, big, big dollars. Yeah. Uh, so I, th I think it's just, um, and, and he's the expert, right? If I have a question, I'll call him. I'll be like, hey, this is a situation. What, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. But no, it's just, um, there, there's so many balls in the air and what are you going to focus on? Um, and uh, he calls on, you know, our region, the Carolinas, Florida, Texas, you know, all over. And uh Get along with him very well. He called a couple weeks ago. Said, "Hey, you want to ride?" And I said, "Let's go." So, so are you the only rep for those five door manufacturers in your region? Like, they don't have another competitor of Asa Abloy that also reps them. Where you're going like head to head against, you know, with a different sales rep for a different company against with the same line. So, 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 so no, um, there is no other competitor that reps okay. the same. Perfect. But. I'm a part of A16, <laughs> inside lingo, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi. My focus is on Georgia. So there are two of me in Georgia, one of me in Alabama, one of me in Tennessee. So he calls on other guys in our group, but we're all on the same team. Gotcha. If that, if that yeah. answers your question, right? No, that's right. fine. Yeah. And you kind of divvy up what you do in Georgia. There's a lot of people, a lot of stuff going on. So the guy and I uh, who rep it, we, we just split accounts, right? Yeah, it's perfect. part geographical and part, um, you know. Relationships. It, it yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Good. All right. Thank you. Um, so that, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to answer the questions. So, uh, so big work week, obviously. And then, um, dude, I texted you both yesterday. I don't know where this fits in, but trying to huge, like gratitude, huge word for me right now. Just, uh, I think there's choices in life and I think you can choose to be happy or you can choose to be miserable. Right. I really do. Now that doesn't mean that body chemistry doesn't come to play or bad stuff, but I think um, I, I'm really into, I think you can, I'm choosing to be happy. Right. Not that yeah. I wouldn't before, but I think you have to make an effort. And Todd, I've never seen you not happy. <laughs> it's work, Bill. It's work. No, I'm kidding. That's awesome. But I, yeah. you know, I, I tell my audiences, you, you know, when, when you're, when you wake up in the morning, you have a choice. Is it going to be a great yeah. day or a great day? And if yeah. it's not a great day, then hit the snooze button, go back nine minutes, ask again. Yeah. 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 No, I, I truly believe there's so much good going on, but there's also some bad. So it's what you focus on, right? Yeah. So you could, you could sit there and watch stuff that, that ticks you off, especially with social media, or you could say, Hey dude, it's all good. 
and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to count my blessings. So I don't know where that comes from for my week ahead. I just want to mention it and uh, um, just gratitude. It's a good thing, right? Love it. I'm, I'm going to say, Todd, you might be the sweetest guy at Abla Asoy <laughs> that they have. Watch your language. Genuinely <laughs> nicest guy. Yeah. Uh, very sweet, nice guy. So that's right? awesome. That's a great thing, Todd. Well, Bill, we'll, we'll, we'll ask. I don't, I don't know why. I don't we'll know sister about that this week. Marriage didn't work because you're amazing. <laughs> that's, that, that's for another day. How's that? <laughs> we'll ask Tammy uh, for some inside dirt. Uh, oh, from Todd Tuesday, on Tuesday night. Yes. Can't wait for the show next Sunday. <sighs> yes. How about that? Fair enough. Now, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, uh, who, who's on this? Who's on the real estate sessions? And let's recap last week's episode with Dolly Lenz. I, I was so impressed by that interview. Um, yeah. I just thought you did a masterful job of, of pulling out some great stories uh, from one of the uh, legends of real estate. Yeah, she is a legend. Um, you know, started uh, the, my best, my favorite part of her story is it's not a silver spoon situation. Usually a lot of luxury agents, they kind of born into it, you know, marry into it, whatever it is, however they do it. Um, but she, she just bootstrapped herself as someone born in the Bronx, you know, a father from Spain, mom from Puerto Rico and the made it work. Yeah, just made it work, man. And uh, and she was super fun to talk to. It was great. I had a great time. So I'm glad you liked it because I'm always nervous. So I, we've talked about this before on, on the show that I'm, I'm nervous it's going to come across as a little uh, off-putting. But it was well, full, full disclosure. I, I listened to it on the way to an event and I, I pulled the car over and I called you, Bill. I, I called you last week and I need to talk to you. And I'm sure you're probably like, uh-oh. Uh -oh. Um, and I was I was so impressed. It was probably one of your, one of your, you know, one of your best interviews to date. Wow, that's great. Awesome. So this week it's Andrew Flackner. Oh, another smart guy. Which he's all oh, super smart. So uh he he actually helped edit the show. Very few people will do this, but he he called me afterwards and said, after I sent him his file to listen to, he goes, Hey, I know that opening. I know you like that cold open. It's kind of controversial because he says something a little kind of controversial at one point. He goes, Do you mind if we switch it out from when I talk about compass instead? <laughs> absolutely not i have no problem he goes i just don't want it to be like i'm a downer up front i'd rather you know and i said you're absolutely right andrew no problem so thoughtful thoughtful yeah. about the interview. so i switched yeah. it yeah i switched it and he's he really liked it he said it's one of his best it's one of the best interviews he's ever done with someone wow once again you know why sean because i fucking care about him i'm just asking him about them you yeah. know i was i was on a podcast this week and you know um it the the, the host talked more than i did and that, I, I just think that's an issue in an interview show. What's that? Initials DB. Yeah. You guys want to edit this later, Bill? I'm sure you want no, to. No, I don't care if he hears it. It's fine. Okay, good. So, yeah, it's just, it's just the way it is. You know, I just rather have, um, it's, it's all about the guest. It's, I got a question for you. Life. Life. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Do you find the ones that you're nervous about either pre or post your best ones? It is because that, your care and you're putting your time and effort and thought yeah. into it. Yeah, that's so. That's a great question. Um, I've I've had some that I thought were going to be really good that didn't work out. Yeah, I've gone into some interviews like, oh my god, this is going to be a shit show, and it was. <laughs> um, but I know what you're saying. Like with the Dolly Lens one, I I knew I, knew I needed to make um, a certain effort to make sure that I uh, really showed her as a human being, as a cool person, because she was. I'd met her and talked to her, so I had to make sure that she came across that way. I'm going to interview Brad Inman, Sean, soon. I've got to okay. set up with him. That's another one I'm going to work really hard on, right? Because that of Inman Connect. Am I? Yeah, he's he's the guy. It's he's yeah. it's his company, and um, so you know he Brad. Um, 
is polarizing. How's that, Sean? Right? That's good. Good. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to ask him, you're polarizing, Brad, you know, what do you say to that? Or how do you handle that? And it'll be fun to try to dig into Brad's background and have some fun. So yeah, that's a, that's a good question, Todd. It's sometimes I don't think they're going to work and they do. And sometimes I think they're going to work and they don't. <laughs> so it's kind of like life, right? It's all part of the game. Yeah. I had a really right. nice, I had a really nice talk with Karen Carr, Sean. I don't know if you know her. Karen Carr's a video person out of Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Really nice lady. So hers will be up shortly. I'm going to interview Wendy Forsyth on Wednesday. You and I know that. Um, so yeah, but I'm looking forward to the talk. I've, I've run through my Ted talk about 12 times now. I keep tweaking things. Uh, I'll just keep, I'll probably keep tweaking until Wednesday night <laughs> before I, before I go to bed. Right. Um, yeah. But I'm trying really hard to not, um, <clears throat> not memorize the script on that one. I think it's better to tell a story. And so I'm yeah. working hard on these stories about Jeff Turner and stories about, you know, these different experiences at an RE bar camp uh, to keep it a little uh, lighter. So good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it should, yeah. should be fun. We got a lot of, a lot of buddies we know coming in to Orlando to meet us, meet us, uh, you know, Jeff yeah. Lobb and Ryan Bocross and Bill Lublin and yeah. should be some, some fun groups. So I have an early flight. I'll, I'll be down arriving into MCO at, at nine fifteen or so. My buddy Bill will be picking me up on curbside and we head to the, to the golf course and uh should be a fun week i'm looking forward to it i know it's gonna be warm uh <laughs> probably pack my umbrella huh, for the afternoon showers yeah i have an extra if you don't if you don't want to bring okay. one i've got one in the truck so okay. we're good to go oh. yeah I don't tell ron you're gonna pack an umbrella today and not for ryan's <laughs> exactly right <laughs> good call nice call back todd to the yes. beginning of the show <laughs> yes it was uh some I'll, I'll, I'll pack for sure so hey guys fun talk we we Get into college football season. We're just a couple weeks away from the NFL uh, and obviously the big playoff next week, Bill, in the uh, FedEx as the golf season comes to, a, comes to a close. So on behalf of Todd and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter, and thanks for listening to The Stare Down.